Wasn't it amazing last night seeing the glow coming out of the center of that volcano? Yeah, visiting the Kilauea volcano on the big island was certainly the highlight of our trip so far. Yeah, I think so too. Natural Healing Podcast, the show designed to guide, inspire, and empower you to elevate your health so you can achieve your goals and dreams. We are your hosts, Dr. Satara Moafi and Salvador Cephalou, a husband and wife team of acupuncturists and owners of a Center for Natural Healing, an integrative wellness clinic based in the heart of Silicon Valley. We're here to make the ancient wisdom of healing practical and accessible for your modern lifestyle. That experience for me was so incredible. And I think it's really what inspired us to want to share with all of you what that was like and some of the insights we gained through that experience. So we're actually sitting right here in our condo in Kona listening to the waves crashing outside and the birds chirping, wanting for you to kind of be a part of this experience with us. Why don't you tell us more about the fire energy and the fire element of Chinese medicine? Yeah, because that's really what's related to that experience with the volcano. It's like the ultimate expression of fire in nature. And in Chinese medicine, fire as an element has a lot to do with transformation. And it's no wonder that this lava forms at the core of the earth and then comes to the surface to create transformation. It actually is able to create land. That's how the island of Hawaii or all of the islands of Hawaii were created. And especially the big island, because the big island is the youngest of all of the islands. It's the largest of all of the islands. It's the most expansive. And it was actually created through the joining of six volcanoes. Isn't that totally amazing? Yeah, and to imagine that it's an island that's growing, you know, with with its flows as they pour into the ocean. Yeah, exactly. So in Chinese medicine, we talk about fire as being the element that creates transformation. It is also the element that relates to unconditional love and to self-love. So opening your heart is what allows you, so the heart is related to the fire element, and opening your heart is what allows you to experience and express that unconditional love. And the importance of that in terms of healing is that when you are able to experience unconditional love, you can have the experience of miracles and of spontaneous healing. Right. As they say in Chinese medicine, vaporizing phlegm through the opening of your heart. But of course, that seems like a daunting task and quite challenging. How do we deal with that? Well, Chinese medicine looks at the lungs. You have to work with letting go, which relates to our judgments. Letting go of our judgments of ourselves, of others, of life circumstances because it's that action 
of the lungs that oppresses the heart from opening. So we have to deal with our ability to have a more neutral take on life and not be so hung up on everything and attached, really. Yeah, it's really about attachments and judgments that inhibit us from experiencing that unconditional love, from having your heart open so you can experience life more fully. And this is where lava comes in. Lava, as it cools quickly, becomes volcanic glass, as we know, is called obsidian. And a lesser known stone called rhyolite, which are all come from volcanic activity. And these stones can be very useful to help initiate uh, an opening of our heart because they're very warming and have an active quality within our body and therefore our mind as well. Uh, the challenge, however, is that as it moves this powerful yang chi through our body, it can really dredge up some of the shadow qualities held deep within our core, just like it does with from a volcano, coming out of a volcano, it could bring our shadows out of our dark essence. Yeah, and what we found really interesting when we were thinking about this is, as you all know, we are the microcosm of the macrocosm. So everything in the outer world reflects our inner experience. And the thing that's really interesting about volcanoes is that it has to do with the core of the earth erupting. So it's like the core of the earth can be kind of metaphorically related to your kidneys, the essence, the curriculum or life purpose that you hold deep within that essence that's known as Jing. And when that essence is expressed, it's actually expressed through your heart. So your purpose is expressed through the fire element, through the heart. And in the same way, when volcano erupts, it's the core of the earth that comes through the surface of the earth. It erupts through fire, through lava. And it's a really beautiful metaphor for how we are in life as well. It is. However, the kidneys also store our fears, especially those that are unconscious. Right. So these volcanic stones can really move a lot of our fears. So we have to take a look at those things that really maybe keep us stuck in life from living out those dreams in our higher purpose. Yeah, and a lot of us might not even know what our purpose is because there's so much trauma that's stored in that same area in the kidneys that inhibits us from really knowing what it is that we're meant to do in this lifetime. And I think coming to places like this or having experiences with natural elements like volcanoes helps us to process a lot of those fears and traumas. I know I had an experience with that yesterday myself when we were walking along the ledge of the crater and I started kind of freaking out watching Salvador get too close to the ledge because, you know, you experience your fear of death, of losing someone you love. It creates this true vulnerability when you get to these areas that feel so open and really like these big, open, vulnerable regions of the earth. It's just amazing. Right. It's all a metaphor. I certainly experienced it about 20 years ago when I lived here for about a year. And I saw how this island can be very disruptive to people's life. And 
it ultimately got to me as well as I went through a big traumatic relationship breakup, which ultimately put me on my path to uh, reignite my inner fire. And that's how I got deeper into studying and practicing Japanese acupuncture was when I actually left the island to pursue a deeper study in this art. Yeah, so it's interesting because when you really, really look at your fears, they come to the surface. And this is what, as Salvador mentioned earlier, is known as a healing crisis. It's when the things that you fear most or are battling with to suppress in your life really start to come to the surface in order to heal. You kind of have to go through that dark night of the soul experience. And that's the transformational power of fire. It really brings that out. It fuels it. It ignites it. It erupts it like the volcano. And it really forces you to deal with these things so that you really kind of find your path in life. Yeah, unfortunately, as we know, the kidneys that store our essence in our curriculum of life relates to the water element. And water controls that fire. So if our lives are getting too hot and disruptive, water gives us the medium to go within ourselves to find that inner peace, to find that inner tranquility, to be able to find ease with the changes that are happening in our life. Yeah, and water is also the element that cools the fire so that you can cool some of that anxiety that can become a problem if there's too much fire in your life. That's why the use of stones is so important in Chinese medicine. And I know this is like your favorite topic, Salvador. And actually, we should share that this is the topic that bonded us, that really brought us together, right? Because we both kind of hesitantly stepped into studying stone medicine with Dr. Jeffrey Yuen what was that, 12 plus years ago? And both of us, I think, had some hesitation because it seemed like such a, well, for lack of a better word, woo-woo type of medicine. Yeah, I I really didn't have a lot of interest in stone medicine when I first started to um, embark on a study. And actually, I had just bought a piece of rhodochrosite once I had some training. And rhodochrosite, is a powerful stone to cool the heart and to really help ameliorate anxiety and nervousness and stress in the body. And that's actually the stone that awakened me to the power of stone medicine because I used it with a family member who had just had heart surgery. And when he came home, he had a lot of anxiety and insomnia. And I had him hold that stone And he fell asleep and he woke up without anxiety and he used it for the next few days and his insomnia went away. That's amazing. And really that is the power of stone medicine that many people don't realize. I know it sounds so out there for some people to believe that these elements of the earth can be so healing, but we have personally had so many experiences with these with a variety of stones. And I personally have had experiences. You've helped me to have experiences at home. And, you know, from resolving headaches to anxiety to fear to especially like these emotional burdens that we're not really sure what to do with in the moment, they're just like water over fire, literally. Yeah, calcite is one of the most cooling stones in stone 
medicine and pink calcite called mangano calcite is really super helpful if a person is having like rapid heartbeat and anxiety as well. And if a person feels like they're cold hearted, like they just don't have enough warmth in their life and feeling a lack of love, then you want to reach out to a stone like rose quartz. Rose quartz will really help uh, bring warmth to your life. And, uh, and you could combine it with these volcanic stones like obsidian and rhyolite to help initiate an awakening of joy and excitement for life. And especially at a time where globally we're experiencing so much fear with all the changes that are happening, at least at the time of this recording, in the very first month of 2021, when we've had one of the most frightening experiences in our country with the invasion of the Capitol building. I think a lot of what's happening in the world starts to ignite some of those fears that we have individually in our lives. And so the use of stone medicine can be really powerful to quell some of those fears, to really reduce the anxiety so that you can become more present and have kind of a more gentle experience during a tumultuous time. Yeah, with all the fear that's being generated right now, especially in our country, and it's trickling out into the into the world itself when they see the vulnerability of our government. Obsidian and these volcanic stones are not stones that really would be best utilized right now. It can really throw a person off. So that's when you really want to reach out to the, the more cooling stones like rhodochrosite, uh, mangano calcite. And for a quartz, a quartz is enhanced. So you could always use amethyst to help cool your heart. And it's a stone that's we call a lithium stone. So it really soothes your nerves. So I would recommend using amethyst along with our pink friends, rhodochrosite and manganocalcite. And amethyst is really easy to get. In Chinese medicine, we kind of think of amethyst as like the cure-all. So it's very accessible. It's a stone that you can put in the corner of any room in your home. It actually also helps with sleep. And so just starting your little collection of stones, if you don't have one already, those are some good ones to start with, especially in the context of what we're experiencing right now, to have this more cooling effect on your body and mind will be really helpful. And it's just such an easy, accessible tool, stone medicine. Yeah, I wish I would have known this years ago when I was on the Big Island because one of the first stones I ever purchased actually before that rotocrosite was snowflake obsidian. <laughs> and I, it was an amulet that I wore around my neck. So can you imagine? I think that was another reason why it really just stirred up a lot of emotional upheaval within my life. So you were surrounded by the lava on the island and then wearing a snowflake obsidian yeah. necklace. And then I'm wearing this thing on my neck, yeah. <laughs> right over my heart. Wow. Yeah, crazy. And I felt crazy. And that's why there's a lot of addiction on this island as well. It's like, it's hard to manage. And that's why a lot of people, uh, they can't stay here for long term. And they say that the island uh, will kick them off. Yeah, and 
this idea of addiction is also important because this is related to an imbalance of the fire element. So if you go to our website, a center for natural healing.com forward slash blog, and you type in the search bar, the word fire, you're going to see a series of articles that will give you more insight to understanding the fire element and how it works in nature, how it relates to addictions, how it relates to your life personally. And I think that's going to be really helpful for you. So I'm glad we were able to invite you in to part of our experience here on the big island of Hawaii. It's been really healing for us both, and I'm glad we got to share it with you. Is there anything else, Salvador? Aloha. Yeah, and mahalo. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Make sure to visit our website, acenterfornaturalhealing.com to find more resources. And if you go to this specific podcast blog, you're going to find it at acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash lava, L-A-V-A, and be able to share some of your own insights. If you've been to the Big Island, we'd love to hear your story. If you've experienced stone medicine Or even if you have your doubts about this form of medicine, we want to hear from you. Visit us at acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash lava. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Bye.